And just like man, we are recording. Hurrah! You see what I did there? Uh, Magic Gary. Magic. Yeah, Magic. yeah, I thought that's what you'd gone for. I didn't like, know if you'd stumbled upon it. No, like an old drunk. Like, uh, more like it's a kind of magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And we are going to be reviewing, in full spoilers detail, I wish I'd gotten the full title of this up because I it could be it could be I think is it Fantastic Beasts and the Milking of the Cow. <laughs> no, it's Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. Right. I suppose that's the true title. Uh, I mean the, the it might be Fantastic Beasts and where to find them the true crimes of is it a terrible? It's just called Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. The Crimes of Grindelwald, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, where do you want to where do you want to start on this? Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I didn't particularly like the first one. I thought it was okay. I thought I just think the whole series is a little bit unnecessary. There was nine Harry Potters. This is now. How many of these is there going to be? Is there going to be five or something? I think it's it, six. It like it's been just forced out for the sheer sake of milking the Harry Potter cow. Um, it just felt like it feels like that when I'm watching it. It just there's nothing. I, I don't. Do you know what frustrates me as well is I actually think Eddie Redmayne's character is quite good. Yeah, I actually quite like him. As as Newt, and I like his little sidey, who's like the American fella. Mm. Um, that yeah, I can't remember his name to be honest. Uh, but everything else around it, I just think it's shite to be honest. Like it's not, it's not even it's that it's bad to look at. I don't think the story's necessarily like well, I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> it felt a little bit like. They took their inspiration from Jeremy Kyle towards the end. Mm. What the fuck was going on there? Someone please explain to me. It was like, my brother is now your mother, and then your brother is now your sister, and then he's dead. And it's like, fucking hell. Someone get Springer on the case. I mean, I do feel like I've just opened a, one of those screaming letters, and it's just shouting out at me now by asking you initial thoughts. Um, I I mean, when did you see this? Because I saw this a few weeks ago, and uh, I, I was really week, excited. I would say when um, I, I saw it about a week ago, uh, and it I, I don't know. I mean, I I wasn't. It's not like I've gone into this film thinking it was going to be that good anyway. So it's not like I'm I'm frustrated because oh I thought this was going to be really good. I'm just frustrated that. We're going to be subjected to more of these, and I don't see the point. And the other thing is, right, is like let's let's break down one of the things that I well, really don't like about this film. Okay, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Before just before, just to prefix this, by the way, can I can I just before you carry on for the listeners at home, how did you feel about the first one? Because I per I personally really liked the first one. 
I, I, and that's what got me really excited for this one. And then I feel like whilst I watched this, I got the what I can describe as Suicide Squad feels, <laughs> where as I, I was like excited, and as the film carried on, I slowly kind of deflated and got a little bit more confused as it went on, and by the end of it, was left just scratching my head and not really knowing what's going on. I mean, how did you feel about the first one first? Well, I thought pretty much the same, to be honest. And I know that sounds a bit far humbug, but I didn't see the point of it going into it. I did. I, I can see why people have kind of gone, oh, well, it's not that bad, is it? But shouldn't we be aiming for a bit more than just not bad in, in films? And I, that's why it feels like a safe, oh, you know, let's just give them a snippet of Harry Potter again. People will pay to go and see it. So I wasn't that enthralled by the fact I was watching it in the first place. But it didn't inspire me. It's not like, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not going to go into the next one now thinking it's going to be any different again. I just feel like it, it it's, it's Hollywood playing it safe or, you know, just filmmakers in general just saying, uh, let's this idea has worked. It's made us loads of money in the past. Let's just kind of get what we can out of this franchise. Right. So what was this like groundbreaking thing you were going to say? What really irks you about this film? Jude fucking law. Really? Like, right. If you're going to make something that isn't quite Harry Potter, um, but it's a little side thing to Harry Potter, then the thing I hate most is when they start name dropping people and saying, oh, look, here's a young Dumbledore. Fuck off. He is not Dumbledore. Can we just get this out the way now? That was shite. I've never been so... Def- I knew he was in it. I didn't know who he was playing. Right, and as <laughs> soon as it came up and it was like, here's young Dumbledore and it was Jude Law, I was like, you are taking the fucking piss, aren't you? You could have got someone, anyone else, I think, to... I just don't think it looked genuine. What? What? What was not... Dumble Law about him, Dumble Jude Law. What? What was Dumble? I just it, it didn't feel like he had the personality. It didn't feel like it. I think they would have been better served getting someone who wasn't as well known as Jude Law for that part. I really do. I just think Jude Law's too big a name to play it. And immediately, I just went, "Fuck off! You are kidding me, aren't you?" They've gone with him. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really pick up on that. I, in a weird way, since since watching it, it's been more than one week for me. It's been like three or four. Um, I, what what really annoys me is the same person who seems to annoy me whenever he's in any film, and that's Ezra Miller, who played Creedence Clearwater Revival. He played that- it. <laughs> the the um the guy who I mean, this was so confusing. So this is the, you know, the kid who's the chosen one who. Oh, oh, right. I know what you mean. Yeah, sorry. He was called Credence, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. What else has he been in? It it was irking me a bit. I knew he'd been in something else. And he was playing a very similar character, I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's a similar character. Justice League, isn't he? Flash, yeah. Yeah, God, he's having a bad career, isn't he? (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't didn't mind the character in the first one, oddly enough. Um, 
And didn't he well, die? That was my thing. I was like, I thought you died. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, he's not dead now. Yeah. They basically said that, yeah, basically he had died in the first one. Or he, he turned in, you know, because it was supposed to be, I can't remember what they're called now. They're supposed to be what they called the fucking... Oh, God, I'm not good with Harry Potter knowledge, I'll be honest. But he's called something, He's, he's let's just call him an illusionist or something, and it's some sort of type of wizard that he goes into a big ball of fucking disaster, doesn't he, in the first one? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, do you know what really, again, pissed me off about that, right? Is he, this is what I was saying about the Jeremy Kyle thing at the end. So first they're using Lestrange, and they know that family name. Everyone's going to be, oh, it's Lestrange. I know that one from the Harry Potter books. <laughs> and then, to make it even worse, when you know he's not a Lestrange, what do they do at the end? You go, now he's a fucking Dumbledore. Fuck off. I hate <laughs> it. Absolutely cannot be asked with this fucking film at all, to be honest. It just pissed me off from start to finish. Apart from I... Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne was Ari. This is the thing, right? They've got something just with Eddie Redmayne and his little journey and what he wants to do and he's kind of like this natu- naturist and the animals and the beasts which J.K. Rowling can still clearly invent because there were some of them that... that which there wasn't many in, but the ones that were in were fantastic to look at and gorgeous. And they, they had so much, so much to them. You believe that these things could have been around for eons and we're just learning about them now in a kind of like planet earth, David Attenborough fly on the wall kind of way. And I was, I really wanted to go down this path, but then it just seems like they kind of have to do this whole Voldemort thing with him as well, with Johnny Depp's Grindelwald, who, I didn't mind him, actually. I didn't really mind Johnny Depp's Grindelwald, but the, the whole film's called The Crimes of Grindelwald. He's not even in it, really. He's in it at the beginning, escaping, and then he's in it at the end, where he does this really good speech, and then just fucks off. I, I didn't like him at all, again, to be honest. I just... I don't know. I mean, Johnny Depp will always be Jack Sparrow now. And I know he's done other stuff, don't get me wrong, but sometimes when he plays characters now, I just think he's he's calling it in a little bit. I didn't not, buy it. I didn't buy it. He's not, he's not doing a Bruce Willis, mate. He's not doing a Bruce Willis. I don't know. I just... I didn't feel it. I didn't, I didn't get this whole... You know, Grindelwald's supposed to be, like, the big, you know, protagonist or whatever it is. I didn't buy it. I don't find that he's supposed to be this all-powerful wizard and, you know, the whole him and Dumbledore relationship thing. They're the two and... Oh. I mean, it was... It, I'm not going to lie. It was it was as confusing as... I'm trying to think of a film which has just been as convoluted. Um, it, remind, it, it reminds me, actually, of Batman v Superman. It felt very, like, pompous all the way through it. And, like, it kind of was, like, thought it was a bigger film than it was. That This is my problem with this franchise now, is because I think they are completely riding what Harry Potter was. And I, this is this is why I got so irked by the fact that, you know, they're using characters like Dumbledore and then using names like Lestrange 
And, you know, they'll probably do it throughout the whole thing, won't they? So they're going to mention Blacks at some point, And then there's going to be a point where someone mentions a Potter. And it, they're just going to keep doing it to, to keep people interested. And they will, don't get me wrong. There's no doubt in my mind these films will stay successful purely on the back of that. But that doesn't make a good film. And I don't think there was enough in this in its own right to, to even warrant people being so bothered about it. I just, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan. So maybe that's why I'm so disillusioned by it anyway. But See, I don't I, I, know. I'm not, a ma- I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I really did enjoy the books and the films growing up. And I kind of like I've actually really liked Fantastic Beasts. I think what really got me more was everything that happened at the end of the first film was completely undone in this film at the beginning. So he can't he's the his partner has his had his mind wiped and is no longer with that woman. Oh, turns out he is with that woman and he's had his mind wiped like twice or something in order to get him there. Like I said, Ezra Ezra's character was dead. Oh no, they're alive. Um Newt is finally allowed back into the Ministry of Magic. Oh, no, he's not. It was just a lot of stuff. And then I remember some characters coming on who Eve had to like remind me who they were because they were in the last one. But they had such had such small, unimportant parts in the first one that it was they were just coming in with get essentially with no introduction to me. I just had no idea what was going on. Now Eve is like you know what Eve's like in the sense that she, when Eve knows something, she knows it to its core. Like, if, and and she knew everything that happened in this film. She got every reference and got it all, and she really liked it because she did get everything and really enjoyed. And that's that's fine. But for me, that wouldn't work. And if I took my mum to see this, which like mum loves the Harry Potter films, and I'm fairly certain she saw Fantastic Beasts and liked it. If I took my mum to see this, my mum would she'd probably walk out. She would have no idea what's going on. And it's a shame because there's there is moments in this film I like. Like the whole like I said, Newt is perfect. Newt, what's going on with Newt and his part and that um is um oh what's his partner called? Um Blumin, uh, Jacob um is uh, is amazing. But everyone else in between is just really confusing. The story is confusing. Um I didn't really but the, 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 the graphics are great. And the, the set pieces are amazing. It just feels like they kind of, like J.K. Rowling's kind of painted herself into a corner. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I get the graphics, you know, I mean, it's not that it's bad to look at for me, but the only thing I would say about this compared to the first one as well was I thought some of the, the well, let's just call them the beasts, I suppose, is, is what, what we should thing that seems to have a lot more relevance whereas the beasts in this one didn't have any relevance whatsoever i mean did you not find that like wasn't the, the last one at least focused on the fact that he was getting his beasts back together and then there was the story alongside it this yeah. one didn't feel like there was any of that so what are you learning about the beasts what's he going to do with his book his book was about beasts, not about fucking, you know, this Jeremy Kyle bullshit. And and the other thing I really, as you say, like, it felt like it threw away a lot of the first film. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to be too good with names, but there's someone, the one who his mate's going out with. What's her name? Oh, um, she's called a Queenie. 
Queenie, that's it. I could see that coming a mile off. A mile off. So if you're going to get, if you want to shock people, that's fine. But you've, you've then got to do it right. And the things that they were trying to do as, as a shock, like things like Queenie going siding with Grindelwald, it just wasn't a shock. And the only things then that were a shock was so out of this fucking, you know, I didn't buy it whatsoever, the whole complex issue of, you know, that he was a brother of someone in the family who'd then somehow got swapped over as a baby, and then that wasn't even true in the end. But then let's just throw in the fact he's a Dumbledore. Oh, oh, all right then. Yeah. Do you know what was a really interesting part of the storyline, and to me should have been where it actually began for me was so Grindelwald escapes and then Grindelwald just spends the entire film in hiding which mm. we don't really know what he does while all like you said as and I quote uh, the great gas masters here Jeremy Kyle bullshit is going on and then it was only at the end that he plays his cards does his speech to, to ask everyone to decide and then there's like a battle mm. what you could have easily done is make the whole escaping thing, not just the introduction, but maybe a build-up to it, like in the first act, and it happens in the first act. The second act could have been the speech, because what you get in that speech is something really interesting, which is them him foretelling of the war of World War Two, and if they don't uprise against the Muggles, the Muggles are going to cause World War Two, and so many people are going to die anyway. So why do we not just do something and take our rightful place? I thought it was a really good ethical decision. I know we shouldn't think we're women are staying hiding. We've got these agreements and we're, we should kind of almost be alongside the muggles. But they're going to cause World War Two. There's going to be nuclear bombs dropped. You saw the faces of these, all the wizards were scared because bear in mind, it's like 1932 and they've never seen anything like this before, even in magic. So that to me was a much more interesting side. And if that had been the second act, the third act should have been like mute and everyone really deciding what's the right thing to do. And, and maybe then a, a, a battle of Grindelwald actually going out and committing his first, as it were, vigilante slash terrorist attack and really deciding it, it. Maybe he's doing the right thing here. Maybe he goes for someone or like, like Hitler. Maybe he goes for Hitler or something like that. I just think there was a much more interesting story underneath the the yeah. absolute garbage of I I still don't get who is who. I don't I don't get who Credence is. I'm really all confused who the Credence Clearwater revival really is other than most of the soundtrack of the sixties and seventies. I have no idea and I I don't I don't feel like Newt was on screen hardly at all. I don't feel Johnny Depp was on screen hardly at all. Jude Law Everyone's kind of like wondering how on earth that man can age to this Dumbledore's age in 20 or 30 years because in another Harry Potter film, it like flashed back to 19, was it 1960 and he looks like Dumbledore. So, how the hell that's going to happen? It was just really, it felt like I'm getting now worried like she's JK Rowling's going to be a George Lucas. But and it'll just get worse and worse from here. And then she'll start retconning everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, like re-releasing the Harry Potters, but changing that scene. Mm. You know, so changing that scene where Dumbledore is in 1961, and getting Jude Law to play that scene, and then the original ones banned. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
it's. Uh... Uh, I, I, I just, I mean, I wasn't expecting much from it, but it just made me angry. <laughs> Which is not what you want from a film, really. Well, not a Harry Potter film, you know, not a not a Harry Potter themed film. If you want to feel angry, you go watch like Black Klansman or something. Not Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. I mean, the thing is, is like as much as I'm saying I'm not a Harry Potter fan, I went to see the theatre production of uh, God, so, Cursed Child. That was it. And I actually thought that was brilliant. So yeah, you've told me that. Like I com- I'm completely like, oh, well, Harry Potter, fucking old. You can't do anything with it. You can do something with it. Just make it interesting. And not make it stupid, which this felt like it was. It just felt like, as as I said at the start, like it just felt like they were milking it for the sake of milking it. Let's make up any old fucking storyline to, to put on screen. Let's drop a few names. Happy days. Job done here. And, oh, by the way, there's some CGI in it. I mean, it's a sh- it is, it's, I just think it's a shame. I really think this could have gone in a really good direction. Um I was really excited to see more beasts. I don't know. I just feel like really odd. I thought there were some moments in it which were great. Like the whole him playing with that like dangerous Chinese lion dragon thing. Or the, the, well, that was one of the only thing. That's one of the only beasts I can remember. There was a giant seahorse. Like, the, you know, the, the seahorse dragon, which he, he has to wrestle. And um, there's, oh, you, you know what? There is, there's the little things which irk me. Actually, like, do you remember when he, he first goes into his little den and he's checking in on all the beasts? Mm. And there's that maid who clearly has a crush on him. Yeah. Where did she come from? Where did she come from? And where oh. did she go? Where did she come from? What point did she have? But this is this is exactly the thing. Like, why? Can I, Joe? Really need it? And I would have been happier, I think, is if he. Well, obviously, they, they tried the whole romantic aspect of um, the the other uh, Queenie and his what is he called Jacob? Did you say? Yeah. Right. So if they're then trying to obviously they've eradicated the fact that he got you know obliterated or whatever the hell it's called. Right. Why didn't they have? I I think it would have been much more humble and more realistic to have had him as his like almost his side partner in his case to keep him in the magic world. Why did they have to obliterate him in the first place if she was just going to do that? It and was it, to do with... It was it, weird. Like, she's, like, put a curse on him to make him marry her. What the fuck was that about? Mate, I'm not being funny, but I've been out with crazy women. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that that's not... <laughs> That's not the creative. What what I mean is, is if she's then brought him back out of the fact that he was obliterated, right, and he remembers her, that's fine. But then why did she need to spell him? And I don't buy this whole oh well, you know I can't marry her for you. We would have married him in a heartbeat. He's punching. <laughs> You know what? Brilliant. <laughs> um, what is your record of Poor Petunia? Uh, poor, Pe- poor Pentina? Porpoise? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's Porpoise? I don't know. Um, I don't know who we're on about now. Uh, Eddie Redmayne's uh, love interest in the film. She's called Porpoise. 
She's called Porpentina, apparently. I didn't realise this. Fucking hell. Oh, I didn't even... Know. She, she was there. <laughs> I, you know what? And, gave... This is the other thing, right, about this, this particular one compared to the first one. I had so little interest all the way through it that even the characters from the first one, I actually quite liked the dynamic in the first one of how they were obviously, like, quite attracted but they're quite awkward the two of them so it wasn't quite like a proper chemistry it was like you know they were bouncing off each other's awkwardness almost mm. get, that that was lost for me in this one and they tried to make a big deal of the whole you know oh we was you know his brother was engaged to someone and she thinks she's actually engaged to him and that fell flat yeah um, I, I mean, I think we're both on the same page here. I don't think there's much, there's not much more to talk about. I mean, I might point out before, I mean, do you want me to tell you what the current, like, average review is on this film before you give me your re- score, or do you want to? I don't doubt that it's going to be higher than I care to imagine, because there'll be enough people who are proper Harry Potter fans who just will go nuts for anything that's Harry Potter. So they're going to give it eight, nines, tens, which will bring the average right up. There's no doubt in my mind that's going on. But I think it's probably going to be hovering around a six, even despite that. Well, before I do so, I have had a news just in. Mm. Like literally, um, if you can hear the paper, um, I had an undisclosed source, can't possibly say who on earth would have handed me such a document, saying that the main theory about why it's all is um, Jerry, Jeremy Kyle, as you would say, right. is that it's in all the books, apparently Dumbledore's sister, Al- Alana, or right. Ari- Ariana, um, is attacked by a group of local muggles who see her using magic. The film implies that Credence is a result of this attack. Following the attack, she hmm? following so I think he's a rape baby. Following the attack, she tries to not use magic, but by suppressing it, causes control causes loses control, and in an explosion of magic, she dies. Oh God! Does that change your opinion on the film at all, Gary? <laughs> The only thing good about what you've just said was the fact that you managed to get rape baby into <laughs> normal podcast. I mean, the crimes of Grindelwald. Is that is that you know Fantastic Beasts rape baby is the third installment? <laughs> I'm just so fucking oh, I can't be arsed with it. <laughs> oh. The new, the new bad guy in the next Harry Potter film, Vermacious Rape Baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Just... The, the, the only thing I am looking forward to is to see what shit name they come up with next for this franchise. Fetus Disappearing. Um, Summit, sure. Here we go. Well, again, the, the, the critic scores are all over the place. Um, IMDB is 6.8. Out of ten. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes is thirty-eight percent. Is that good? I, d- I don't understand Rotten Tomatoes. Is it the best? The 
percentage lower is bad, or is that like how many people don't rate it a tomato? <laughs> Do you get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> is it like do you give this film a tomato or do you not give it a tomato <laughs> well i mean it's because it's called rotten tomatoes it, is it does it mean that like if they give it a tomato score <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> is it like you're, you're my, you're my, no tomatoes you're my movie mogul how do you not know this this is awful <laughs> i don't use rotten tomatoes i only use imdb really Clearly, bully, right? You give it, it's like any percentage score, but the idea is like, I think after 65 or 75, you certified a fresh tomato. <laughs> Below that, you like average, and then you go to rotten tomato. So it is a rotten tomato. I don't know if it's reached rotten. I still think that weirdly counts as average. Mm. Um, and Metacritic is 52%. Um, so, so pretty much. It's bang on average. IMDb rating it slightly higher than average. But Google users, which is a new thing. So if you use Google and you have a Google account, you can review stuff. Like you can review a shop, a restaurant. You can review films now, in case you didn't know. Now, obviously, I think this pool is a lot smaller. So because I didn't, I don't review films on Google. Um, but eighty-seven percent on Google. Fuck off. Jesus. I mean, I don't know what that says about Google users. <laughs> but Apple bastard. Well, I'd, I've not even got that, have I, at the moment? It's not fucking working, but I don't know. I just Let's just move on, basically. It was two and a half, what was it, two hours and a half? Something like that. I'm never getting that back. Well, you've just watched the Jets lose, mate. You're not getting that three and a half hours back. That's your life. Jets lose four times over, then watch that film again. <laughs> what? Uh, go on, what are you scoring it? I'm not, I'm not, you know me, I'm not an animal. I'm not going to, like, give it, like, a zero or something stupid. Like, obviously, there's been work done on the film. Eddie Redmayne's good. That's worth a point. Graphics are generally quite good. That's probably worth another point. The um, music is enchanting as well. I, the music I, is still the whole. Okay, so I'll give that a point. And I didn't die during the film. So, mm. you know, maybe that's something that is a positive. Uh, let's give it three. Three out of ten. Three. That, that's my synopsis of how disillusioned and frankly pissed poor I thought this movie was right I'm not far away from you I'm giving it the same score well I'm going to give it the same score that I initially gave Batman v Superman but I ended up giving Batman v Superman a three a month later and knocked it down but it's a four from me a four out of ten I just I, I just if it, it, it is officially for me the worst Harry Potter film? Well, yeah, I mean, by a country mile, I think it besmirches. I I didn't even, like, if if we're referencing it to to the Harry Potters, I hated the first two. I thought they were shite. I thought it was like a kid's Lord of the Rings, and I wasn't happy with it at all. And then it kind of after, what's it called? Alcaban. Alcaban. That's the bastard. Um, it kind of kicked in a bit there. Still had some 
you know, ups and downs from there. But I thought from that point, it was a film I could get involved with. But this was beyond anything. I, that, that, I think the lowest I probably scored a, a normal Harry Potter film was five. Um, but this, this was a different level. I mean, it's lucky to get three. It's, it proper is. This, this is one of my worst of the year, this. By, by well, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen some shockers like, but this is, this is a bad one. This is a proper bad one. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Well, that is the last film review of the year. Um, I'm probably going to post this. I'll be honest, New Year's Day. I don't see the point in posting this tomorrow on New Year's Eve. Post this on New Year's Day when everyone's hungover, wondering what to do, maybe even debating some... I don't know, are cinemas open on New Year's Day? I don't know, but if, if you want to start your year right, don't watch this movie. <laughs> um, don't forget, uh, coming up, if you're listening to this pre-5th of January 2018, on the 5th of January 2018... The nerdies are happening. They are going to be live. They're going to be live streamed from our Facebook page, 8 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, the British way, as God intended. Um, and we are going to be yep, live, just doing a review of the whole year, arguing, not discussing, essentially arguing over best film, worst film, best trailer, worst trailer, uh, best TV show, stuff like that. And we've got a special guest this year because uh, Thanos clicked his fingers and Chris disappeared. So we replaced him with Dan Morrison, who was on our Stanley episode and was fantastic. And I got a lot of good feedback about Dan. Uh, so, yeah, can't wait to have Dan on. And, uh, mm, Dan on. And <laughs> <laughs> How did that come into your brain there? <laughs> I just said, Dan on. And I just heard in my brain went, mm, Dan on. It's done on the yogurt company. It's the good bacteria that fights the bad bacteria. I thought that was Yakult. Mmm, Yakult. No, <laughs> I think Yakult is made by mm-hmm, Dannon. If anyone I... anyone wants to correct me on this, feel free to get in contact at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Um, We're going to yeah, have a new section on the website that is the Danon Yakult argument website. <laughs> um. No, uh, yeah, thank you for doing another year of this with me, Gaz. And okay. let's hope that 2019 is a lot more prosperous in the uh, old region of films for you. Well, I don't have a Fantastic Beasts film next year, so that's always a positive, isn't it? That's true. There won't be one. Um, so, yeah, have a, a very good New Year. And if you're listening to this after New Year, then just have a very good day, sir. Um, I've been JB. I've been Gaz. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking nerdy. Bye. Bye.